Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm happy you're here on this sixth episode, I believe now, right? Sixth episode of Comfortably Unconventional. I'm having such a blast. I'm I'm falling into the rhythm of things here in the podcasting world and I'm enjoying it so so much. Um I hope you guys are enjoying as well. <sighs> On that note, I want to talk about a really controversial topic today. Um an unconventional opinion if you will. And you know, this is kind of I do want to say this. I mean, if you are somebody that is struggling to have children, right? Maybe you are going through like IVF therapy, but you're reproductively challenged. You want to have children and you're struggling to hear someone talk about some of the things that maybe I'm about to talk about. It might raise some feelings maybe of anger or disappointment or uh, any of the like um so I just kind of wanted to put a little disclaimer at the beginning if you maybe don't want to listen to this episode because it is about um the decision to have children and what that means especially as a woman in today's society and you know if you are struggling and that's the you you took the route where you wanted to have children and you're struggling with it I, I I very much empathize with that and if I was in your shoes I could understand how hearing someone who maybe could be not reproductively challenged or um you know be, have an easier time conceiving or something like that um talking about the choice not to have children it could strike a chord and that's valid so i just want to put that out there but i don't know i'm young still i'm in my early 20s to say that I have just completely decided whether or not I want to have children yet is, in my mind, for me specifically, I don't feel like I'm ready to completely make that decision yet. I think maybe when I get a little older, it could change. It could change. Um, I'm definitely not in that life stage right now, and I know that. I'm not close to ready to have a child right now um but you know something that I noticed is that it's kind of expected right when especially if you're a woman and you're in a um a straight relationship and you're, you know, maybe you guys have been going together for a long time. You're, you're living together. Uh, maybe you're engaged. Maybe you just got married. 
there's like this expectation there of like, okay, when are the kids going to be here? Especially with our families, right? You know, it's always the mom or the grandma or something that's like, when, so when, when are the kids on the way? I almost hate this aspect with marriage too, where it's like you're dating someone for a long time and you just, you just want to be, you just want to exist together for a while. You aren't ready to be married, but your relationship is going well and, but you're just not in that place, right? And everyone's like, when are you getting married? When, when is he going to propose? Um, blah, 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 blah. All surrounding that, right? And you kind of want to, like, just tell them off and be like, why, why do I have to do this? Why am I expected to do this just because I have a long-term relationship? Or, you know, I've taken this step where I'm, I'm living with my current partner. Why, why do we have to get married? What if we never get married? And it's like this aspect of tradition. I think marriage is like a very um, beautiful thing. And it can be a very beautiful thing. And I, like many others, will watch videos of people saying their vows and cry with them. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm not like a marriage hater. But, like, why is there a push? What's, what's the big push? So, wow, do you, don't you love it when you're about to say something profound and your mind just goes blank? That's me about 20 times a day, every day. And I came out here and I was like, let's start a podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, so there's there's some things that, that come with, you know, maybe not being married by a certain age when everybody else is getting married or not having children when everyone else is having children. Or more so, knowing that you never really want to get married or have children. In some ways, you may feel like an outcast. Like, less people might want to be around you at a certain age if you're like that. Or you might disappoint your family. Or these, these are some of the feelings that I have when I think about the, the chance that I actually might not want to have children. There's a couple of reasons why I maybe don't want children. And, you know, one of them is that I don't have amazing genetics. Now, you say to me, you know, Lena, you you can adopt. I'm all for adoption. I was adopted. Um, it's a great thing. Um, adopting is expensive. 
and you have to be well established because what a lot of people don't realize is you don't just like go into a hospital and be like hey I want a baby and you just fill out some paperwork and you go pick out what baby you want and you leave and boom they're your child that's not exactly how adoption works adoption is a long process okay you have to make a certain amount of money you have to I believe you have to have your house inspected there's very specific things your windows can't be too low to the floor you know you you have to have certain safety measures to successfully be able to adopt a child you have to take classes educational classes about adopting a child it's a process and then you have to pay money Now, from what I know, you can get that money back through, um, like, tax write-offs and stuff. But up front, you have to be able to pay that money. And I believe that's usually somewhere around $50,000 U.S. dollars. I'm throwing that number out there. I'm not 100% sure on it. It might be a little little cheaper than that might be a little more expensive than that I don't know but I do know that somewhere um <laughs> it, it would be very expensive for me in my opinion I don't know if I know a lot of people that could just come up with 20 30 50 thousand dollars out of nowhere right now when 50% of Americans don't even have $1,000 in their uh, savings accounts right now. Um, But as I was saying, genetics. I don't know if anyone else worries about this, but like genetically, I have mental health issues. I have a lot of... um, I actually genetically have a lot of reproductive health issues... And I also have a lot of um, heart issues in my family. Just kind of a concoction of, like, not the best genes. That worries me. It worries me to knowingly pass on something like depression to my child. Because, damn, depression is, you know how hard it's made my life? You know, I, I heard someone in a video say there's people that have to work to be happy, and there's people who are born happy. And I'm, I think because of my conditions I am one of those people that I I have to work to be happy I have to do things every day to make the choice to be happy and it's a lot of work and that's a lot of weight to be carrying around alone and I don't know thinking about putting my child through that it kind of made me hesitate a little bit
another angle of that aspect is me having the mental health diagnoses that I have. I hope to work with my therapist and get to an eventual place where maybe this wouldn't be a worry anymore if I did make the decision to have children, but, um, you know, also my own mental health struggles. What if I go on a depressive bender again? What if, what if my mental health starts going to shit and I have a kid? Whether I like it or not, trauma, right away, right there. Me not being able to be present for that child, trauma for them. Especially if they're younger and they can't understand why that's happening. And I'm not even saying that the child would be neglected. I mean, I would hope that my partner would be able to step in for me or whatever. But to not have a mom that can be present there for God knows how long. God, that scares me. That scares me so much. Another thing that makes me think that maybe I don't want to have children is the fact that when I interact with children, which I'm trying to think of the best way to say this without sounding like a total bitch, um, I do have a nephew and I have another little niece or nephew on the way and I love him. He's super cool. I love hanging out with him. But children become very overwhelming to me really fast. Really fast. And with him, he's a little different because I love him and he's my cute little nephew. But part of me also knows that I will probably have a better relationship with my nephew and with my possible niece or nephew uh, and the ones in the future when they are older. I I think that's when I will develop the best relationship with them because I don't, I just don't know how to handle kids that well. And I've heard it all from like, oh, you know, like you're the youngest in the family, you didn't have younger siblings, or, you know, everybody dislikes other people's kids, but they, they love their own I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know if I want to do that. It feels like I have a pretty general dislike for kids. I've never wanted to work with them. You know, even especially being like nursing, the medical field, everybody wants to work in peds. Everyone wants to work in pediatrics or NICU or OB, like helping women have babies no thank you stick me stick me with the elderly in long-term care or memory care or dementia care before you stick me with the babies i would i would change the elderly's diapers before i would change baby diapers call me weird for that but it's the truth i don't know i actually love elderly people. I think there's a lot to learn there. Um, Babies scare me. (laughs) 
they literally scare me and I don't really like being around them and you know like I've kind of almost felt guilty I'm like am I not like am I not a good woman for this am I not going to be a good partner am I not going to be a good eventual wife if I don't want to have kids I do think that some people maybe experience these feelings in their 20s or maybe younger because maybe it really is that I'm just not there yet. Maybe I'm going to hit like 28, 30 and I'm going to be like, all right, I'm ready. Maybe. Very well could happen. But right now I'm not even in that mindset, like not at all. And I think that's fine. I guess I just wanted to say that maybe... Maybe you're someone that knows you don't want to have children ever, okay? I just want to say this. The family or the people around you that want you to have kids or encourage you to have children it's not their lives okay some of those people encouraging you to have children aren't even going to be alive long enough to see that child grow into an adult it's going to be you it's your responsibility no one should talk you into that responsibility if you do not want to have that responsibility that is your decision. Okay, so all those people that are trying to talk you into it, they're going to be just fine. And it's very easy for people to give you advice on your life when they aren't the ones that have to live it, take accountability for it, or take responsibility for it, right? Even honestly, the articles that I read about not having children are not that great. Because <laughs> I feel like it's just so expected of women. You know, there's some people that I've heard talk about this and they're 60 years old and they're 70 years old and they get asked, do you regret not having children? And they say, absolutely not. I do not regret my choice to not have children because I've lived the life that I wanted to live and there's something that I respect about that is that you you get to live your whole life completely your own and it never has to be devoted to someone else some might call that selfish But I mean, in what way did we come into this world with a ticket that said, you're a woman, you need to have children, and if you don't, you're a piece of shit, you know? We were just 
born into this world to make our lives what we want our lives to be. And that might mean not having children. Um, according to studies, U.S. and European fertility rates are at an all-time low. According to Pew Research Center study, one in five people will remain childless. That has doubled since the 1970s. I'm very curious why, you know, this is happening. Is it the state of the world? Is it the state of this country? Is it maybe the fact that we don't even have really the choice everywhere in the United States anymore? Whether or not we, you know, can decide not to have children at a certain point. I do want to say this. I do want to say this about abortion And it's always been this simple for me. And I don't understand why it's not this simple for other people. Even if you are Christian or of a belief where you truly believe it's wrong. And I hear this a lot. You know, with, like, gun reform, for example. Like, a lot of people that are pro-gun might say, well, it's not the gun, it's the person, so don't take the guns away. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Well, it's not the doctor, or it's not the procedure. It's the person making the choice. And... If a single, you know, if we have the right to get an abortion as women, right? If you have a uterus, everybody has the right to get an abortion if they need it. You don't have to utilize that right ever. That's the beautiful thing about having rights, is that you can choose to do it or to not do it. You can choose to never utilize it, and that's your choice. And the people who choose to get an abortion, that's on them. Even if you're completely right and there's some great repercussions from God after we pass away for having an abortion, it's not going to affect you. I really don't understand why there are people or groups of people that think they need to control what people do. 
You know what I mean? I mean, like, laws do make sense to me somewhat. Don't kill people. Don't steal from people. You know, you don't want to, like, do that, but... Abortion is different. I mean, like, no matter what, I don't really think that this overturn Roe v. Wade bill is going to last. I think it's it reminds me a lot of maybe, like, Prohibition when they tried to um, make alcohol illegal basically everybody just went underground and kept drinking anyway people have a way of finding ways to do things they want to do if they're going to do it it's crazy to me that people march and fight this so hard when realistically if someone wants to get an abortion they're going to find a way to do it they're just going to have a lot higher uh, death rates for attempted abortion self-abortions and higher infection rates. Um, (laughs) But whatever, I guess. I, but yeah. I mean, it's always been that simple to me. If you don't want to do it, just don't do it. Don't utilize the right. That's the beautiful thing about having rights. which my in my opinion are still quite limited in this country given our current setup but that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm not going to go on that. I'm not going to go on that whole rabbit hole right now and get um sidetracked. Having kids was once considered a necessity for women. But not so much anymore. Right? And it's apparently in studies it's being shown that a lot of men do want kids, but it's the women that are starting to have doubts. Sorry for the pause there. I'm I'm reading. I'm reading some of my writings here. Some of my notes. Yeah, so... I'm kind of reading a writer's story about a relationship that ended because he wanted to have kids and maybe she didn't. But it's like, it's so tough. It's so tough. 
And, and it's interesting that she brought that up because even in my current relationship, and I guess this is kind of a vulnerable thing to share here, but even in my current relationship, my current partner knows he wants kids. So if I decide that I don't, that probably will be a breaking point for us. And, you know, to be fair, he's absolutely wonderful with children in a way that I just never have been. Um, but, you know, I never want to be someone that has kids because I feel like I had to. That's never right. At that point, wouldn't you just rather not have kids? Because if I feel forced to have a child, if I feel forced into pregnancy, just like anything else in this world, am I going to enjoy it? What kind of love and affection will I give if I was forced to have a child or I felt cornered into having children or maybe I had children to appease my partner none of that's healthy you know I feel like people don't talk about kind of like to if you decide not to have kids, you're kind of outside the societal norm still. Even with fertility rates dropping, it's kind of normal for everyone to be like, yeah, I want kids someday, or to be having kids. I have people I went to high school with years younger than me that already had babies. And I'm like, damn. Couldn't be me. I have a lot of life left to enjoy. And I'm not saying I, you know, I'm not saying you stop enjoying life when you have kids, but you you start to enjoy life in a different way. Different things start to bring you joy in life when you have children. And it's less it's less about you and more about other people. This is interesting. There's a, um, a psych, psych, oh my gosh. (laughs) I always have troubles pronouncing something on every episode. A psychology professor named Leslie Ashburn Nardo, um, conducted a study where participants read about a fictional person described as male or female with either zero or two children and then shared their feelings on them. What she found was astonishing. When childless, the fictional people were perceived to be significantly less psychologically fulfilled. And not only that, but participants expressed emotional reactions such as disgust, disapproval, annoyance, and anger towards them. Ash Bernardo wrote, People experience moral outrage when they perceive someone has violated a morally prescribed behavior. Something we're supposed to do because it's what we see as right. Sometimes 
at a certain age, people will begin to get an urgency to have kids. And uh, especially when they see people their age starting to do it. And really, I mean, it only matters, I guess, if you care about it, what other people think of you. But, you know, I think to some extent we all do, but I've already kind of established, especially on maybe a couple episodes ago, that I don't really find much value in caring about what other people think of me. You know, the biggest thing is, I, I, I think it is true, though, is the, what the scariest thing is that we have this one life that we know of, and as far as we know, we don't get anything else. Maybe an afterlife of some sort, but, you know, in the afterlife, are, do, you, do you have children, or are you just kind of like a spiritual energy floating around being happy? <laughs> You know, you probably don't. We know we don't have these, like, human bodies anymore. So, we're probably not having kids. Um, so, as far as we know, in this one life, we have a timeline where we're able to have children. And once that timeline is over, we don't get that chance again. That's the hardest aspect of thinking about not having children, I think. Um, is thinking about what happens when I'm 60, 70, 80, and I don't have the joy of my grandchildren playing around me while I sit on my front porch on a rocking chair knitting, <laughs> you know, will I feel like I miss something? Well, I feel like I gave something priceless away. I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. But I think what I just wanted to say with this episode and to kind of conclude it, everything, I... I think either way, it's it's your decision. You have to do what works best for you. And there are many pros and cons to either option. Um, and I don't think that you should be judged for putting yourself first or being self-aware enough to say that maybe motherhood isn't for you or fatherhood isn't for you or parenting isn't for you um you know be kind to yourself either way and if you want to have 10 kids by all means go for it do what makes you happy if you if you do it and it brings you joy and you and you do it well and you give each of those kids as much love and affection as you can and you raise them 
to be beautiful, wonderful people, well, you did this world a great service. If you raise ten children to be kind, giving, understanding, and empathetic, you did this world a great service. And if you didn't have children, so that you could offer your kindness, empathy, and service to the world, you also did this world a great service. I think that's all I have on the topic. Um, So, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here once again. Um, I appreciate it endlessly. Um, Just going to put this little plug in here. If you are listening um, on YouTube, I would just really appreciate to hear your thoughts. You can go ahead and leave some comments. Maybe leave a like. Maybe subscribe. I would appreciate that so much. Um, You could also go on Spotify if you're listening there and give my podcast a rating. I would hope that you think it's a five-star podcast. (laughs) But, you know, any rating is appreciated. I love to hear feedback. I love to know how you guys are feeling and what you're thinking about what I'm talking about. And, you know, I love discussions. So, please feel free to do that. You can also email me at um, comfortablyunconventional at gmail.com. There you can send me your thoughts on a matter or even maybe uh, something you'd like to hear me talk about. That would be cool. You can also DM me on comfortablyunconventional on Instagram. Um, I think that's all. So, I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And um, do something kind for yourself this week. Um, I don't know. Do do an everything shower. Uh, do a face mask. Do a hair mask. Do it all. Go get that pedicure you've been wanting for the last three months. I don't know. Go do something for you. Because you deserve it. Okay. I'm going now. Bye.